Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to the Morning Report. My name is Willie Lawson. Uh, the Morning Report is a product of Fightback Media. My other host is Paul Swanton. Paul Swanton of the Swanton Report. That's S W A N. Excuse me. S W A N S E N. And it's S E N because it's Swedish. That's Paul Swanton. You can find him. Just Google the Swanton Report. And you can follow some of great some of his great writing and fantastic commentary. My friend Paul Swanson. All right. Um it is Monday morning. It's eleven AM here on the East Coast. It's a it's a pretty nice morning here in the um Tampa Bay area where we are broadcasting from this morning. Um let's see here. Let me see. Let's it's eighty four it's eighty four degrees. Um, here in Tampa Bay, mostly cloudy. We expect a high of 90 today. It's going to feel like 97 because we have humidity. And I know some of you are wrapped up and bundled up and all fall out. You know, you're you're going to, to pick you pick pumpkins this weekend and you went to fall festivals. Uh, it's going to be ni- it's going to feel like 97 degrees here um, in Central Florida. And we've got a rip current statement for those of you who, who are local. Be careful when you go out to the beach today or wherever. Let's see. Yeah, the high is going to be at about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And it's going to be warm. It's going to be warm today with a breeze from the south at about 4 miles an hour. Humidity at 87, 83% right now. Um, but that's how it is. <laughs> you know, I, I could operate a globe at a young age. And this latitude, this time of year, that's what we got. In any case, um, we have three important stories today. Uh, we are going to cover the um, the killing of of Abu Bakr al Baghdadi al Baghdadi, who is the uh, who was the head and founder of ISIS. U.S. forces found him, and um, well, he is no longer alive. Uh, the of course the death of John Conyers um, at ninety years old. John Conyers was a long time U.S. rep, served in the U.S. House for fifty three years. Had an ignominious um, departure from the house, uh, wrapped in, sca- in sexual assault scandal. Sexual assault scandal, uh, and then we're going to cover. Um, speaking of scandal, Representative Katie Hill from California, who who resigned uh, because well, it's just a salacious, hot, nasty mess. But uh, we're going to cover those three stories today. Listen, if you've got something that's on your mind that you'd like us to talk about, Paul or I. Um, Paul's a little bit more, I don't know. Well, first of all, Paul's smarter than I am. <laughs> you guys already know. And, um, something that you want us to go more in depth on, please let us, let me know. Send me an email at WLS860 at gmail.com, WLS860 at gmail.com. And, uh, we'll, we will talk about just that. Well, thank you ever so much. Let's take a little break. We'll be back with more of the morning report. This is 31 I think this is 31. I think I, I redid the math. I'll check it out. And um, if it needs adjusting, I'll adjust it. But I believe that it is 31. Wow. And we'll be back right after these messages. Oh, and if my feelings start to pressure you, it's all right. I will give you time. Good morning. It's the Morning Report. Hey, y'all. Jeff Foxworthy here. 
Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know because my grandfather was a firefighter. And one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires, which means always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood or an earthquake is destroying buildings. When a tornado is tearing through town or a hurricane strikes. Or is the best time perhaps today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Well, good morning. We're back. Thank you ever so much for spending some time with us on this Monday morning. Um, on Sunday, this is this is Trump at his finest. This is Trump at his finest, really. On Sunday uh, evening, Trump tweeted something cryptic. Um, something big has happened. What? Something big has happened. Okay, and that's all he tweeted, and that, and that was it. And of course, that sent that it, it absolutely it broke the internet, <laughs> just broke the freaking internet. People were, I mean, the speculations were running rampant about what the hell is this guy talking about, and you know his detractors were hoping that um, he was going to announce his resignation um, uh, the next day. Uh, you know what he he he, uh, he was just they I mean they had. All sorts of things they were hoping for, um, but what he had what he had learned about was that um, he had gotten the preliminary information that uh, Akbu Bakar El Baghdadi had been found and had been neutralized. Ab had been neutralized, and um, I think he was waiting for the. Um, some of the some of the details um, from the military, because he had been, hadn't given me many details at that point. He was waiting for the details at that point, and he would ha have a press conference at nine o'clock on Sunday morning, and did. And here is what we found out. 
we found that uh, Akbar Bakar al-Baghdadi, the leader of um, the Islamic State of Iraq and, and ISIS uh, and in Syria, which is ISIS, is is um, was killed in a top secret in the top secret operation. The United States military has conducted a special operation. Sorry, my computer is just going a little, 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 little stupid here this morning. Has conducted a special operation raid targeting one of the most high value targets, Baghdadi, um, the the leader of the Islamic State militant group ISIS. Newsweek has learned Donald Trump approved the mission nearly a week before it took place, amid reports of Saturday, uh, reports Saturday of U.S. military helicopters over Syria's northwest. Um, province, a northwest province, a senior Pentagon official familiar with the operation and army officials briefed on the matter told Newsweek that Baghdadi was a target of the top secret operation in the last bastion of the country's Islamic-dominated opposition, a faction that has clashed with ISIS in recent years. A U.S. Army source briefed on the results hang on, of the operation told Newsweek that um, Baghdadi was killed in the raid and the Defense Department told White House that they have high confidence that the high-value target was Baghdadi, but further verification is pending. This is when the president tweeted, um, uh, something very big has just happened. That's what he tweeted. Something very big has just happened. Seven, six words that broke the Internet. <laughs> just Everybody just went, I love it that he tweeted that at um, 9 o'clock at night. And, um, of course, everybody had all all night to speculate. Excuse me. But um, he made an announcement on on Sunday morning at 9, 12 hours later, that um, Baghdadi was dead, um, as, as, they found, as they found out. So it... Um, something big. You, you remember when... Um, when uh, what's his face, uh, you know, was found by in, you know in the spider hole with uh, during the during the Obama administration, how it was a big deal was on all the news channels that we got him, um, and Pre- and President Obama was credited with this great mission as if he was out there on the battlefield um, on his stomach with his you know with his, with his um, AK forty seven, and he hunted him down all by himself, but that didn't happen. But he was given all this accolade. And what you have not heard over the weekend, which you not not hear on Sunday, on the sun you you didn't hear on any of the Sunday shows, which is why it was nine o'clock, because it should have dominated the Sunday shows. You didn't hear on the Sunday shows what a great job. Even um with all the talk about Trump ignoring the advice of his generals and on and on and on and on. Uh what a great job! He not only talked I means he talked about early about destroying ISIS. Now he has killed their founder. Now, I'm going to say this is just Willie talking. These organizations die a hard death. They are they are the ultimate of next man up. They are the ultimate of next man up. We we have killed so many second in commands. Um, over the over the past few years, um, that it is, <laughs> you don't want to be the third guy. <laughs> you know, you don't want to be the, the guy who's third in command of anything because uh, you you know that it's just your 
is this your turn next? Because the, the U.S. is finding a, you know, a bunch of these, these second-in-commands. Now, how is this going to work with the death of, of, of Baghdadi? Um, I'm sure this will create a vacuum in power in that, in, that, in, in, in that organization, and there will be a new declared leader um, because they just don't go away like, like, like that. They just don't go away like that. I think that we can try to crush them in that in that sort of top-down way, but they just don't go away. Um, Baghdad was the leader of ISIS since June 2014. And that year, ISIS declared itself a worldwide caliphate and claimed authority over the Muslim world. And an international coalition head um, by the U.S. targeted ISIS in, in Iraq and Syria. Russia intervened in Syria against ISIS following, in the following year. In December 2017, it was reported that ISIS had lost 98% of territories that it once held. It just went too, it just went too far and, and got too thin, and it couldn't hold territories. Now, this is the same... Golly, I, I almost hate to do this, but this is the same organization that President Obama called the JV. That they weren't the real big terrorists. They weren't. They were the JV. Obviously, they were not the JV. Um, but the withdrawal of U.S. troops from Syria this month led to a release of several captured ISIS fighters. When Turkey took advantage of the opportunity and invaded, and invaded northern Syria, Kurdish soldiers who were guarding the ISIS prisoners left their post, ensuring, you know, in the, in the ensuing fighting. At least 100 ISIS fighters broke out of the Syrian detention facility after the facility came under attack um, from the fo followers of al-Baghdadi. Uh, the following invasion and Trump's administration imposed sanctions on Turkey, forcing a permanent ceasefire between Turkey and Kurdish forces. The sanctions have since been lifted. The U.S. also announced Friday that three ISIS fighters were killed in the U.S. airstrike um, in the Golis Mountains in northern Somalia. A reward of $25 million for information leading to the terrorist death or uh, terrorist death or capture has previously been offered by the United States uh, State Department. So we're going to find out more about that for sure because somebody's going to want that 25 mil. That's all there is to it. But this is going to be interesting. I think it's going to be interesting how the press handles this. Will Trump, will Trump get the same credit that Barack Obama had for um, his capture of, you know, and, and I'm sorry, um, Paul, if Paul was with me, if, if we could do this together, Paul would pop that name out and we'd be like, whoo, we are so smooth. But in any case, um, in any case, so we, I, I, I'm, I am curious as to is Trump going to get that same sort of credit um, from the media? Uh, my guess is no. My guess is no, because everything Trump is bad, even when Trump does well. Trump could cure a kid of cancer on Fifth Avenue and not get credit for it. Um, Trump could lay hands on 400 people and cure them of uh, of some horrible disease, of leprosy, you know what, I, in the CNN studios and not get credit for it. So uh, there's, not, there's not much, there's just not much the media is going to give Trump credit for at this point. And with all this going on, will this slow down the impeachment train? Will it slow down at all? Will he get any credit for being a pretty doggone good president? Because in a week, he's been able to uh, manufacture a ceasefire between Turkey 
and the Kurdish forces in Syria um, with pulling out U.S. forces at the same time. A move that he, he, he suffered some slings and arrows from both Democrats and Republicans. Made it work. This is a different cat, folks. Trump's a different dude. All right. Well, we're going to take a little break. We'll be back with more of the Morning Report. Thanks again for tuning in. We appreciate you greatly. We'll be back right after these messages. Oh, and if my feelings start to pressure you, it's all right. I will give you. This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance. Um, the network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at ARM Citizens Legal Defense Network. Our number is 360-978-5200. That's 360-978-5200. Or go to www.armedcitizensnetwork.org. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. All right, welcome back. Welcome back. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for spending some time. We appreciate that because the time that you spend is invaluable to us, and that's the and that's the best part. All right. Um, also, over the weekend, um, this is this is sort of sad news, really. Um, anytime you know people lose loved ones, it's sad. Um, long time. Um, excuse me, Michigan area representative John Conyers was the longest-serving black member of Congress and the founder of the Congressional Black Caucus who resigned amid sexual harassment allegations has died in his sleep um, this weekend. Um, he was 90 years old and apparently died in his home to natural causes because 90, 90 is, a, <laughs> is tough because it kills a lot of people. There should be a telethon or something because 90 kills a bunch of people. People get 90 and then they get dead. It's crazy. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just taking, making light of that. But, you know, you always hear them. 
people are, are 90, they go, oh, I'm so surprised. He seems so healthy. The problem was that he had that he was that, that he was ate up with 90. Um, Conyers became one of the only six black House members when he won election his first election by just 108 votes in 1964. If you are wondering what is up with our government, especially in D.C., um, with all the accolades that people are going to dump onto John Conyers, some of them deserved, some of them not deserved, um, on the under underlying factor is this is some of the problem that we have with our D.C. government. He first won his election, his first election in 1964, and didn't leave office until 2017. 53 years. That's, if you're wondering what the problem is, that's the problem. The race was the beginning of more than 50 years of election dominance. Conyers uh, regularly won elections with more than 80% of the vote. That was even after his wife went to prison because she was a city council. Uh, uh, you know, she was on the city council there in Detroit. She went to prison for for two years for taking a bribe. He still won elections by more than 80%. He served for years as chair and ranking Democrat in, of the House Judiciary Committee. But after nearly a 53-year career, he became the first Capitol Hill politician to lose his job in the torrent of sexual misconduct allegations sweeping through the nation's workplaces. Hmm. A former staffer alleged that, he, that she was fired because she rejected his sexual advances and others said they witnessed Conyers inappropriately touching female staffers or requesting sexual favors. Now, at this point, this dude was 80, what, 80, 87, 88 years old. So grandpa, literally, grandpa is saying, hey, baby, why don't you come over here and sit on the congressman lap, see what pops up. You're, if I, you know, now, a 1970s response from a woman would have been, if I did, it'd probably kill you. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, so this old, this old, doddering old man who is physically harmless because he's 87 years old. He's, he, at the time, he's 87 years old is tossed out on his head after three, after 50 had to had to step down after 53 years. Now, first of all, shouldn't been in Congress 53 years. Now that's a bunch of two year terms. You know, that's if you're looking, if you're looking for what the heck is going on in Washington, John Conyers and his career in Congress, along with the, um, the tenure of other um, congressional representatives is your problem. We've had every president since um, FDR have no more than eight years at the federal level, at the at that level. No, no, no president has served more than eight years since after um, FDR. Two terms. But we're talking about 20 terms, 25 terms for some 
U.S. reps. That's a long time. Now, others, either even people who are who host this program, may ask for term limits for sure. But I think it's for for me. It's deeper than that. It's that it is incredible that a district like where um, John Conyers was a rep, who who had such such abject poverty and despair for his entire tenure continued sending him back as a representative. What the, what is, I won't curse this Monday, but what is going on? What is going on? It's deeper than term limits. It's more insidious than term limits can, I think, uh, root out. Now, it's obvious at the end, uh, John Conyers was more concerned with his his legacy than anything else. He tried to get um, his son to take his seat in 2017 when he was getting basically pushed to the side uh, as one of the first members of Congress and uh, one of the first uh, victims of in Congress of the Me Too movement. Even on his way out, he was trying to get his son. John Conyers III, I believe, to take, you know, to take his seat. Because I think what he knew is that if there was a John Conyers on the ballot, the next time he would get elected because people don't watch, people don't pay attention. Conyers, there you go. Always vote for Conyers. Conyers. Throughout his career, Conyers used his influence to push civil rights act. I mean, civil rights. After a 15 year fight, he won passage of the legislation declaring uh, Reverend Martin Luther, Doctor Reverend Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday as a national holiday. I'm going to talk about that on another program. Um, the first celebra- first celebrated in 1986. He regularly introduced bills, a bill. Excuse me. He regularly introduced a bill starting in 1989 to study the harm caused by slavery and the possibility of reparations for slave descendants. That bill never got passed a House subcommittee. I'm going to talk about that on another program, um, probably tomorrow. So you want to pay attention and look for the Fightback Media program um, on tomorrow where we break that down as something we need to talk about. His district office in Detroit employed civil rights um, legend Rosa Parks from 1965 until her retirement in 1988. In 2005, Conyers was among 11 people inducted into the International Civil Rights Walk of Fame. Conyers was born and grew up in Detroit, where his father, John Conyers Sr., was a union organizer in automotive industry and the international representative for the United Auto Workers Union. He insisted that his son, a jazz aficionado from an early age, not become a musician. <laughs> it's probably a good idea. Uh, speaking as a musician myself, I understand. The younger Conyers... Heated the advice, but jazz remained, he said, one of those greatest pleasures. Uh, he, he sponsored legislation to forgive the $1.6 million tax debt of band leader Woody Herman's estate and once kept a stand-up base in his Washington office. So when I go to Congress, I'm, gonna ta- I'm taking my saxophone with me, taking it out of the case, putting it on the sax stand by my desk. So every now and again, you walk, walk, walk by my office, You'll be hearing some Miles Davis. You'll be hearing some Sunday Stitt. You feel me? 
You might. You know, one of my favorite tunes is, is Footprints. Do da do do da do dee ba do dee da be up and I will not be playing playing them like triplets <laughs> that's for all my music friends who listen to the show thank you so much um so, so there you go so before heading to Washington Kanye served in the National Guard with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers I'm um, doing the Korean War supervising repairs of military aircraft he earned his bachelor's bachelor's in law degree from Wayne State University in the late 50s his political aspirations were, were honed while working as a legislative assistant from 1958 1961 his US to US rep John Dingle a fellow Michigan Democrat who then retired in 2014 at the age of 88 was then Congress's longest serving member the mantle was then passed on to Conyers this is part of the problem and I don't want to diminish his, you know, his service, and I don't want to diminish anything that people might uh, enjoy about his legacy. But part of the problem is that these, I mean, these guys served forever. They they were in Congress until until almost their their nineties, and we still have this problem going on currently. That's part of our problem, friends. There's just no way, no way, no way to um, get around it. However, our friend, um, Representative Katie Hill from California, is not going to have that problem. She's not going to have the problem that she was around too long because she's a freshman congresswoman from California, um, a district in the Los Angeles area. In Los Angeles area, um, she has announced her retirement, her resignation um, from Congress. Well, like I said in the open, this is a, a terrible horrible, salacious um, story that media is probably, they may cover, they may not cover. Frankly, this article is from Real Clear Politics. This is not from TMZ. I don't know if TMZ is covering this or not. I'm not a big fan of TMZ, so I don't know. Um, but my guess is probably not. And if they are, they're only covering it because there was sex involved. Freshman um, Representative Katie Hill, a rising Democrat star in the House, announced that she would be resigning, and my computer is, you know what, instead of when you're trying to scroll up and the computer is scrolling down, yeah, it's time for you guys to start donating some money to this so I can buy a new laptop. <laughs> that's, that's what it's time to do. Uh, yeah, I'll give you my cash app later. <laughs> All right, uh, there you go. Uh, admit, uh, I also resignation admit the uh, ethics probe saying explicit private photos of her with campaigns with a campaign staffer had been, I love this term now, weaponized, used <laughs> um, by her husband and political operatives. Um, the, Dem the California Democrat, who's 32, had been handpicked for a coveted leadership seat, but in recent days, compromising photos of Hill and purported text messages from her campaign staffer surfaced online in a right-wing publication um, and Britain and British tabloid in a right-wing publication. Do you know where this stuff came from? Reddit. This all of these things popped up, which is hardly a right-wing publication, and then of course in a British tabloid because. Pfft, they love that crap in Britain. They're all buttoned up, but if anything is salacious and there is a chance that there may be a boob that pops out, the Brits are all, the Brits are all over that crap. 
Um, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said that Hill had acknowledged, uh, quote, her errors in judgment, end quote, and that, that Pelosi said made her continued service in Congress untenable. Now, I think that's interesting. Now, we have uh, Representative Omar, right, who married her brother. We have evidence that she actually married her brother. Now, I'm not going to say incest because we don't know if they had sex. That would make it incest. Marrying your brother so your brother can stay in the country, that's illegal. However, her service in Congress is tenable. This woman, who is going through a bitter divorce, and yes, she did have an affair with a staffer, a female staffer. Um, Yes, there are pictures on the internet uh, of her sitting naked, brushing the hair of this staffer, now the staffer's on the phone. I've seen this. I've seen the picture. And the first time I saw the picture, I I, I was like, please. And I, I saw it on on Red River uh, on our Red River uh, Chronicles Facebook page. And I was said, please, Lord, let this be photoshopped. Let this not be true, because it's just awful. Now, of course, I knew Katie Hill was a, a Democrat. I don't care if, if a Democrat quits from Congress. I don't care. But I was like, this is so terrible. This is so awful. So the picture again is Katie Hill sitting sitting there, naked in on in this chair, and in front of her is this staffer, and she's brushing her hair, looking at down at her lovingly, while the staffer's on the phone doing whatever. Now apparently, <laughs> the the nutty part about all this is that not only was she having an affair with the staffer, this her her Hill the staffer. Hill and her husband had um, had been all involved in this open marriage relationship. You see, Hill and her husband had this open had opened up their marriage a couple of times before, but this time um, this staffer was involved in the in the threesome. You see, and it started to fall apart. Somebody found out about it. The picture went up and now Hill is resigning and she is um, thinking that she's getting smeared. Um, the husband is filed for divorce and basically, well, actually, um, the agreement was that he would stay home and take care of all the domestic duties while Hill went and worked. Um, so he filed for divorce because she was having an affair. Uh, and I think it's with this, with, with not with this staffer. Is he's not upset about this staffer. He was upset about another staffer that a male staffer this time that she was having an, an extra marital extra marital affair. But he didn't mention that in the divorce thing. So um, there's going to be a uh, an open seat and maybe a special election in California for U.S. House seat um, in the Los Angeles area. Uh, maybe my friend. Um, Names, uh, names. Maybe my friend Shirley Huzar will run for that. Huzar will run for that seat um, of Urban Game Changers. My guess is, oh hell no. But in any case, I'll talk to her today and I'll ask her and I'll come back with that answer for you 
tomorrow for sure here on the Morning Report. Thank you ever so much for, for, for dropping by and tuning in and staying in and, and, and checking out our, our, our sponsors. And if you want to be a sponsor of this program, send me an email at WLS860 at gmail.com. That's WLS860 at gmail.com. Until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Thank you so much.